0: California, where the music is as breezy as the ocean air, where your deadbeat mom is just a continent away, and where an older gentleman can hang out while a teen gyrates in his face with no worry of judgment or law? Watchbots.
1: welcome to watch bots this is prominent club owner ben i'm joined by Shalen. hello <laughs> and another person who wears sleeveless denim shirts dave
0: that's me f sleeves that's what i've always said
1: yeah that's the brand
2: gotta Just keep the brand a, alive
1: a big f that's right. a big sleeves
0: I get T-shirts with sleeves on, and I just flex, and they pop right off. That's how I. That's how I get sleeveless tees.
2: How do you keep the seams so tidy? (laughs) Yes,
0: that's Um, the question. It's a talent. Well, how do it? Yeah, it's a learned skill.
1: I mean, we can get into this later. Sleeveless tees, not for me. (laughs) Not for me. I don't. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, me neither. Like the 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 armpit. Hoops were always too big for me. I was like a small boy made out of toothpicks when I was younger. Sure. So like, it just looked awkward. I feel like you could see through the shirt through my armpits. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Sleeveless tees not, not for me. Sleeveless sleeves Also not for me.
1: <laughs> for me, it's like, I have weak triceps, so they just don't develop. Try as I do. No,
0: no you know, it's true. Don't, it's true. Don't say that. I, I, I'm, Your I'm, triceps are magnificent.
1: I'm telling my truth, you know, I'm speaking my truth here and it's, <laughs> it's hard because I see a muscle tee on a website and I go, Oh man, God. daddy I would be real nice armor. in that. That's right. And then, you know, it shows up at the house and I'm like, Oh man, I got this fucking frosting bag tricep out here. This ain't no good. This ain't good for nobody.
2: I think you were being a little harsh on yourself, but I also respect your right to choose what you want to wear.
1: I've been wearing a lot of sleeveless pants. that works as well
3: yeah
2: those are called chaps especially in the
1: in the work Mm -hmm. context you know what i'm saying oh yeah (laughs) speaking of chaps and sleeveless tees this week shalen and i watched an episode of the vice wrestling documentary series dark side of the ring it started i think last year and i had we just didn't have access to it for a while but the one we watched had to do with the the whirlwind romance of of Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. And you know, Oh yeah. Elizabeth, I love you. <laughs> and Will you <laughs> marry me? I'm a love sucker <laughs> for a 45-minute documentary, which is what this oh, yeah. was. And you know, a wrestling documentary with all the personalities, but it also incorporated bad unsolved mysteries level reenactment acting. So for Ooh. transition scenes they had you never saw faces but they yeah, had it's people like in silhouette yeah like dressed up like the macho man so you could see it's like if somebody took a camera and they smeared it with vaseline that's kind of what it looked yeah. like so you could see some ropes and some fog and some fringe and some fingers <laughs> but you never actually see anything
2: and so. her hair was glorious true it I was bet. so fluffy
0: it's like when the when when the uh, murderer uh, you know does his killing on Murder She Wrote. Like you just get like no no don't what are you doing and you never see yeah. yeah yeah
2: kind of I
1: like that. So there's I think twelve more of these. The downside, of course, like all wrestling documentaries, is they're all just a humongous fucking bummer. But... The
2: most depressing thing that I've watched in quite some time, actually. I didn't realize the the full circumstances of Miss Elizabeth's death anyway. So that was like really harsh to learn about. And then they got to uh macho man's demise and I was like, oh man, that was the night before we got married, Ben. And <laughs> like, sure enough. Remember it very clearly.
0: <laughs> I remember sneaking in a macho man reference in uh, my best man speech for you.
1: It's the only way to be.
2: Indeed. Yeah. Freak out.
1: <laughs> R.I.P.
2: <laughs> Cream <laughs> of the grub, Ben. <laughs>
1: But I, anyway, I mean if you have access to Vice, check it out.
2: Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. I quite liked it yeah. even though it made me super sad.
4: Mhm.
1: Yeah,
0: those um those wrestling documentaries are always sad because you have these like bright, colorful, you know, charismatic characters and then just right. like, oh, horrible drug addiction and heart failure. Bye. It, it's just <laughs> it's really sad.
2: I will say because of the timing of it, Jake the Snake's Talking Heads, like his interviews are phenomenal. He's very like mm. clear and not super concise, but that lends itself to the story. I would watch Jake the Snake tell a story about like walking to the grocery store and love it. <laughs> I like him. Sounds yeah. good.
1: Hashtag Jake the Snake. Yes, <laughs> Dave. What's your favorite hashtag, Jake the Snake story? I got a
0: hot, a hot Jake the Snake take. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hell yeah! So, lay I, it on I, me. I, I, I don't have one actually, but I did no. have the, the the cool wrestling toy. His arm would, you would With, have to, like, yeah it would go pull like it straight back. back, and he would just punch straight forward. <laughs> and I thought uh, for a long time, I thought that's how you punched. <laughs> uh, luckily, I never got. I've, I've never been in a fight, so I haven't had to break my arm that way.
1: So. Yeah, I I'm still not entirely sure how you punch. To be honest, like I've heard people say, like some people say you put the thumb inside the hand, and it's like you break your no, fucking hand doing that. You yeah. break your thumb. Yeah, that's insane. But if you put it on the outside, you're like I guess if you stick it out, you give somebody like the jammer. You get it right in their eye.
2: I guess it depends where you're punching them. Balls. You want your thumb tucked Always in balls. then, because you don't want to get it caught on the shorts. What
1: it, how about this? You punch a guy <laughs> in the grunt you punch a guy in the grundle. Yeah. And then like you just like lovingly get his hole <laughs> with your
0: thumb. Oh, just a little a little tip flick with your thumb?
1: Yeah, just like one yeah. for the thumb.
2: I don't think that's a the punch art of the you're hand describing. Job. Mm-hmm. Something else entirely that you're describing. It's a love it. punch.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of love <laughs> punch. <laughs> um, May continues. And I don't remember the name of the month anymore, but we're here. We're in Maeve, teen Maeved sitcom by the, by the Engel. Engel. That's right. Yeah. It, a smash hit, taking the country. And last week we talked about Saved by the Bell.
2: And it was glorious. Which
1: is really the high water mark. And this week, we're talking about a different kind of high-water mark. California dreams. Not the California dreams, just California dreams.
2: Good vibrations.
1: Mm. Hold your horses. (laughs) Lay
4: back moods.
1: (laughs) I mean, we sort of had to go through this catalog of stuff. But Dave, you wanted to to take this one and explain yourself.
0: I hated this show when I was younger. My older sister... Loved it. All me and my sisters, we watched Saved by the Bell religiously. We discussed this last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But California Dreams was my older sister's jam. She loved that show. I hated it. I can't stand watching live music. (laughs) or like Uh, awkwardly like awkward yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, like awkward music like most of the most of the performances are at a club or in their garage in front of one person or like at a party with three people it's it's weird like it always made me feel strange Mm -hmm. and not in like the i'm coming of age way (laughs) that was (laughs) that was tiffany Amber theason but the like so i hated this show i like it, and it's exactly Just like Saved by the Bell, same kind of kids, same sets. Like, it's just (laughs) the only difference is songs, right? Uh, And and like, but like, it's the same setup. It's a group of teenagers going through misadventures.
2: It is the very barest of the same. But that's, Saved it's, it's by the, the Bell formula. was never as heavy as this show was every single episode.
4: Well,
0: yeah, but what I'm getting at is it's the formula. Right? It's you know, a group of kids, and they get together and have misadventures and, and all that. It, 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 it was so bad, and I hated it. But now, I love it. It is. It was idiotically charming, this show.
1: Yeah. So for technical reasons, I had to watch this show three times. And I will will spoil the first time through, I was pretty much done with it about four minutes into the episode like
2: we i was did just not finished finish the opening sequence and oh, he was already man. angry now the second I time knew through, it.
0: i knew it i picked it because i was like <laughs> ben's gonna get so mad at this
1: and the second time through i was like well you know it's got this weird bizarre charm and the third time through i don't know i was just tired uh, how will this impact my score i, I don't know but i think the show does share a lot of that Save by the Bell DNA. So it was created by two Save by the Bell writers. It was overseen by Peter Engel. That's why we're talking about it. Hello. So it's very similar. It also is similar to Save by the Bell in that the show really retooled after the first season.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So the first season... Actually, let's just talk about what the show is because I think this one's lesser known. I went in blind on this. At its core, it's about a group of dipshit teens who form a bad pop
2: rock band Fuck you they're awesome Yeah they are
0: great It's uh, I would call it a adult contemporary Okay, by yeah. teenagers I was I <laughs> yeah.
1: was struggling to to, to
0: I put think
2: that's definitely true It's
1: production music that was actually yeah. written for the show it's very weird
2: and performed largely by the cast
1: 16-year-old singing Wilson Phillips Did they actually sing the music
2: Almost all of them not only sang but played the instruments. And in this episode, yes, I, I, that, that was their that was them legitimately. That
1: is shocking to me because that doesn't that, come across at all. They could not have yeah. been more artificial feeling.
2: Like I disagree. I think their voices. Base. What's weird is that she could actually play the bass. No, it's
3: <laughs> no, it's, I don't believe it.
2: It's weird. <laughs> in later seasons, there's there are two people whose voice get dubbed, but all right, I think that's well, it. we're not talking
1: about that. But the first season had the band, but it also focused on this family, the garrisons, right? So you had Matt, played by Brent Gore. Heartthrob. And I don't oh, like yeah. to talk about people's looks too much. I think that that's not cool to do. Matt is approximately eight feet tall, and he looks like NBA Hall of Famer Yao Ming. And played by Brent Gore. He looks like Yao Ming. (laughs) No, he doesn't. (laughs) Who is more famous now for being in a band with with Teartrop Dolly from Winter's Bone, if you remember that character. And also Joey from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4. His younger sister, who was played by 46-year-old Heidi (laughs) Noel Lenhart, who's most known for being Haim Saban's stepdaughter. So Saban, he's all over the fucking place. You also had the parents and the younger the younger brother, and then you had the three other people in the band or associated. So Tiffany, who's the centerpiece of tonight's episode, played by Kelly Packard, she's the bassist and probably the most well known of all these people
0: of Baywatch fame.
1: Yeah, Baywatch. Yeah, she went yeah, on to yeah, do uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not for a while, stuff like that. You had Tony, who's the drummer and like the Don Rickles of the group. He was around the whole time, and then you had Sly who's the manager, and he's kind of like Screech if Screech was really confident and also sucked somehow like 300 times worse.
0: Didn't we see the, the sucking from the Screech porn video?
1: We did, but uh, stunts suck.
2: I think that Sly is less annoying because the point is that he's supposed to be like a sleazy kind of a manager, and having dealt with many sleazy band managers, like he's <laughs> accurate to the caricature.
1: Shaylin, can we can we talk about some sleazy band manager stories?
2: Later. Uh, Oh wait a minute Screech was like a fake nerd
1: (laughs) Tell me a sleazy story I want to hear band manager stories
2: My mom was in a lot of bands When I was a kid Uh And there was always like the one person In the band who was like Gonna get them some gigs And you know what that person in the band Always turned out to be a fucking sleazy weirdo Always
1: Those were your characters Nobody liked the show, critically panned, go figure. So eventually the family got replaced. Jenny left in the beginning of season two. Matt got disenfranchised. He left at the beginning of season three. The parents were, so the whole family was gone. And then it just kind of focused on the band, which is really wild.
2: The kids hanging out at Sharky's. Right. The kids were always at Sharky's in the later seasons. Not the Max Sharky's. Right.
0: We're talking about like Peter Engel clones. Like this happened with Saved by the Bell too. Like- Mm -hmm. First season, um, the Miss Bliss show, whatever the hell it was called. Good Good morning, Miss Miss Bliss. Bliss. And and then like, oh, this isn't working. We're focusing on the wrong thing. Let's focus on the kids. So they have the show about a family. And then, oh, this isn't working. Let's focus on the band. Yeah. Like season two. And then it takes off and goes on for four more years.
1: (laughs) I mean, it takes off as relative. But I mean. It takes off. At least Saved by the Bell had a good sense to retitle the show and move the setting. This was just like, eh. We don't need these main characters. You're well, out.
2: They you're cut. They kept. You're, you're cutting California.
1: Get out of here, Yao Ming. You're blocked, son.
2: They kept three <laughs> out of their five band members.
1: Yeah, sixty percent. It's a good and ratio.
2: It's I better would... than
1: the Rolling Stones.
2: Okay, your math is wrong there. Uh, but also, <laughs> <laughs> they, they made, than like the
1: a Rolling Stones.
2: <laughs> they maintained consistency, and I would argue that there's an understatement about how being the star of the show. Mm-hmm doesn't mean you're the best one.
1: That That's a beautiful sentiment.
2: I don't think it was intended, but there it is.
1: Shots
0: fired, Mark Paul Gossler.
1: <laughs> a couple of things stand out here. One is, we mentioned it a little bit, there's a lot of special episodes here, uh, including one on Roid Rage, which we unfortunately are not talking about tonight.
2: Next week.
1: It also stood out to me for being incredibly cheap. So because it's oh, the yeah. same production company behind Saved by the Bell... And also, they appear to have no money for budget. You see a lot of reuse of things. So, like, Tiffany's bedroom is Jesse Spano's. Matt's is Zach Morris's, except more cowboy-themed. There's not a lot of originality to this. In a way, I admire the chutzpah to put so little care into something that you're putting onto <laughs> national television?
2: Absolutely.
1: I admire the sheer balls to say, like, we're getting money to put out a product, but we got all this other shit, so let's take the money and run, which I assume is what happened. <laughs> Incredibly, this show ran for five years. I, yeah. Again, stunned. I've never seen the show. I had no idea what it was. It premiered September 1992 on the same day as the last season of Saved by the Bell, the original really getting that good lead and the the dreams deserved it. The episode we watched is from that first season, the just amazingly named mother and child reunion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A little background when I was was going through this. So the first thing I did was I'm going to listen to the California dreams songs and try to find a great song, you know, and then I'll pick the episode that the song appeared in. But there's no, like, song episode list that I could find anyway. But as soon as I saw Mother and Child Reunion, I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> nice, I nice to watch this. So I watched it. And then, you know, it's about this blonde girl dealing with her child abandonment issues. And I was like, you know what? Shaylon talks about this divorce enough on the podcast.
3: <laughs> this episode spoke to me.
0: I think it's time we we you know we address this, confront it, and put it to bed. So that's why I chose this episode. Welcome to your therapy session, Shaylin.
1: Yeah.
2: These circumstances are very different from my own parents' divorce.
1: Same number
0: of Turned band managers around.
2: though. No, far we're ones. in this T V show.
1: <laughs> Nothing sly about that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the episode aired. November 7th, 1992.
2: Sure wish I knew what was going on at that point. I bet you do. Ah.
1: Ooh, what were we seeing? It's contextual
5: feeling.
1: I'm going to break from format here. We will talk about movies. Don't get your your panties in a wad. Panties. But we're going to talk about news. This episode aired only four days After William Jefferson Clinton was elected president of the United States. Hmm. Can you believe it? Wow. Oh.
0: I wonder what it was like. To be elected? elected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, how did he balance getting elected and dealing with all that fame and immediately, Mm -hmm. immediate like, you know, celebrity versus in, you know, having to watch this episode of California Dreams? Because he Mm -hmm. surely watched it.
2: Well, you don't move into the White House immediately. It's true. Just drop it in. Mr. Clinton.
3: Yes, that's right. When I was on the campaign trail, spent some time in California. Did you? Yes. How was it? Dreamy. (laughs) I watched this episode. I saw that mom, and I said, ooh, she could use a blue dress. Wow.
0: (laughs) California blue jeans.
3: Get
2: get yourself a type there. Yeah,
3: that's right. Well, I like them smiley and broken.
2: Wow.
0: Wow, Mr. President, that's... That's a beautiful sense.
6: That is dark. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Read my lips. No new taxes. Miss Prison, who's your favorite character? Mr. Farrell, the club owner. He seemed like he had a style. Was in yeah. with the kids. Also
2: did not inhale.
3: <laughs> Pretty hip like you, sir. That's that's right. Didn't play a saxophone.
2: If you no, were invited know that. to be a guest on this TV show, would you have played the saxophone?
3: Yes. I would have also brought socks. The cat. I meant cat. Sorry. <laughs> Got a cigar in my throat.
0: <laughs> you. You okay, Mr. President?
3: That's right. I. I gotta go. I gotta go board Jeffrey's plane now. Goodbye.
0: A lot of, a lot of welling up of emotion here for you, I'm sure.
2: I'm gone. G- I'm flying. G- goodbye, sir. <laughs> Enjoy your time on the plane.
1: <laughs> Stay inside. I'm back.
2: Welcome back, Ben. I know
1: I'm always missing. I'm, I'm always missing the things here. So, yeah. So it was it was Bill's Bill's Big Week California Dreams Big Week.
2: I went to Disney World for the first time. <gasps> that exactly same week? one month later.
1: What? Oh, I was like that oh. day. <laughs> Did you miss the premiere?
2: No. Did you tape it? <laughs> Maybe. Did we tape this one?
1: You came
0: home and there was just four California Dreams episodes on one VHS tape. <laughs> what a dream.
2: If you put it on extended play, you get six episodes to fit.
1: Now, nice top movies. Pro let's tip, run folks. through these. Passenger 57, Under Siege, and a river runs through it.
4: Hmm. Always
0: mm-hmm. bet on black. That's right. A line made famous by Wesley Snipes in that movie.
1: Ironically, also a line made famous by Steven Seagal in Under Siege. And also by River Phoenix in A River Runs Through It.
0: Yeah, that was a weird scene. Like He holds up his like frostbitten thumb and he's like, always <laughs> bet on black. And he like put his thumb (laughs) in the bad guy's eye.
1: Yeah.
2: I've never seen a river runs through it. Mm -hmm. But when we were kids, that was always the joke on the playground of like, have you seen that movie about so and so's bed? A river runs through it because they wet their bed still.
1: Mm -hmm. Speaking of wetting the bed, let's get into this show. Let's play the song.
6: back
3: you dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
1: this was- It's good. This was-
2: It is goddamn pleasant. When you listen it's to so the, the
1: song outside of the, the show, it's almost like praise music
2: in a way.
3: Yes. And it feels
1: very praise-ish. The opening shows your whole gang with Dutch angles. Yeah, Everybody's in a Dutch angle, and they're all doing like splits in the air. I immediately <laughs> yeah. noted- Jenny looks about fifteen years older than the rest of the kids. She's not. She's she, not. She just. She looks it's stately.
0: Early nineties, like short haircut that just made it everybody haircut. look the same age. Forty-two.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: It has now evolved into the Karen haircut as a <laughs> like as we've aged. <laughs>
1: Karen, <laughs> and Sly is wearing this humongous red suit jacket. It looks like he's auditioning to be in like the Bachelor in like 2004. <laughs> you know, he's got, got like a backup singer for the talking heads. That's yeah. Like he's saying, got his yeah, hands yeah. over yeah. his heart oh, man. Again, I was like, what? So they're a band. I, th- is this the music they play? And I was like, yes, I, I guess it is the music they play. And that is unfortunate.
2: I disagree. I think it is pleasant, calm, mm-hmm. and catchier than Zach attack.
4: <laughs> oh boy.
1: I'm I team Zack attack, Shailen.
2: That's fair. I mean, it's, it's okay to be Team Zack Attack.
1: I mean, you know, we can all like shit music. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the show opens, right? And we have the main core group of guys and girls, kids, if you will, is the word I was going for. And they're going into, I think it's a garage, yeah, which is like their band space. And, you know, it's not a cool band space, but they're giving Sly some shit and they say Sly, I don't know, 300 times.
5: Sly. Oh, come on, guys. Don't pick on Sly. It's only been a month since our last gig. It hasn't been a month. It's been 32 days. But who's counting Sly?
1: Sly? And the Sly's... Sly? <laughs> I like... What What? What was this character? Uh, Shaylin, you seem to be head over heels in love with this guy.
2: I wouldn't say head over heels in love. I said he was better than Screech.
1: No, that's not true.
0: You said he was hunky. Yeah.
2: No... No,
0: it back I didn't.
1: Back. I love his head. All right, we're back. Now, Sly is the manager, and his subplot here is he's trying to re- like revamp the band's image. He says the line, "The dreams are too beachy," and when you think about that with the music they play, like I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't get like- it.
0: What does he want them to do? Like change all the songs they've ever written? Like this is this this is their sound. It's beachy.
1: Well, as it turns, it's, I mean, first of all, it's not beachy at all.
2: But it's <laughs> supposed to sound like um, C grade Beach Boys. But, beachy. Okay.
1: Yeah. But as we find out later, he doesn't want them to change the music, just literally the look. Right. And I mean, he's a shit manager. He's a teenager. And so I shouldn't like, I don't want to go wild on this guy.
2: The joke. I, I do,
1: but I'm, for Shailen's sake, I'll take it easy.
2: The joke is that he doesn't know what he's doing right? and that you should always be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. That comes up many times in this series.
1: <laughs> in the middle of this conversation, we cut to the house where we see the mom garrison. I think her name's Melanie. Oh, and a man. woman shows up. A woman this knocks is so on good. the door. This is, this is crazy. When I you introduce this. yourself to somebody, what do you do? You're like, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is, you know, Ben, I'm a person, like normal things to say. Yeah. What sure. you, what you wouldn't do normal. is p- probably this.
5: Melody. Hi. It's so good to see you again. You look great. Oh, so do you. You really do. Just look great. You don't remember who I am, do you?
1: And then she pulled out a gun and she fucking shot Melody. <laughs> it's crazy. Pistol whipped her in the nose. <laughs> it was awful.
2: The best part of this scene, hands down, is the weird ceramic cat that's on like the lower cabinet <laughs> shelf. Yeah. It was so distracting. I was like, who who needs a humongous weird ceramic cat dish? It was distracting from the uh, already very confusing conversation.
1: I-, I couldn't get by when Bonnie Hunt from Jumanji walked in the door <laughs> and was like, you don't remember me, do you? It, like, it just felt like a penthouse letter. It was very uncomfortable. I-
2: it's a misconnection. <laughs> From Craigslist.
1: Dear your penthouse, it happened. <laughs> I never thought it would happen to me. Then in the middle of this conversation, we cut back downstairs to the kids and we hear from Tiffany. Now, Tiffany, sort of your stereotypical, like, beach blonde, airhead. And I don't mean that in a demeaning way. The character is an archetype. Yeah. And She's peppy. Yeah. Yeah. We get a little, little of this sweet, snappy teen dialogue.
5: I'm telling you. Hot bands always have some kind of hook. Come on, Sly, we're good. We don't need gimmicks. Oh, you guys argue it out. I've got laundry to do. My dad's been pretty busy lately, so that just leaves me.
1: <laughs> a normal thing for a person to say. She inherits that from her mom. I have to go do laundry. My dad's been busy.
0: <laughs> uh, just a reminder, audience, I'm uh, <laughs> I have no mom. I'm from a single parent home. Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't come up later in three seconds.
1: She does like this weird double side wave, <laughs> and, then, and then we cut back. Now we're up in the kitchen, and Melody is there with with Judy Webb, Judy Smith, Judy. We'll just call her Judy. And Matt and – oh, my God. There's so many, like, E names. Jenny. Around. Matt and Jenny Tony. walk up. And you know what they say about Judy? She is consistent as the day is long.
5: Oh, do you remember? Jenny and Matt, of course.
2: Do
3: you know who I am? Stop doing that. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs)
0: That's so strange.
2: So we'll get into this further, but this is very befitting of this character of having like a very high opinion of other people knowing who she is and like other people liking her and wanting to spend time with her.
1: This character meaning Judy? Judy. I I, want to ask a base question. Is this the only time Judy comes up or is she around?
2: I don't remember her being around again. Okay, It's possible, but Mm -hmm. I don't. Not in a prominent way.
0: I have fallen in love with this show, so I will watch the entire catalog. Uh, Please and don't I will let you know. That
1: sounds Looking good.
2: forward to R- an update tomorrow.
1: Report back. Judy, hashtag Judy Bloom. Now, Moody <laughs> Judy. Okay. All right. The thing about the actress who played Judy, I, I don't know who she is, but you could tell that when she was cast on the show, she thought, this is it. This is Judy's time to shine. This is my Emmy moment. Because every line of dialogue <laughs> is so out there and like I am emoting.
0: Yeah, it's it's the community theater acting. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: yes. That's what it is. If you don't believe me, listen to Judy reminisce about Jenny and Tiffany playing together.
5: I'll never forget the games you used to play. Tiffany would pretend that she was in a fairy tale forest and you would always try to convince her that it wasn't real. <laughs>
1: Maybe when she heard the show was called California Dreams, she thought California was like fourteenth century England. Like just her intonation. It's badly the whole written the fairy too, tale. Yeah. Like I'll never forget the games you used to play. And she's like staring off into the middle distance. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I like so, it. Like it was like Downton Abbey, like, uh, uh, Jenny, I remember you used to play fairy tale.
2: <laughs> when I was in high school, I was in the drama club. Right. Because everyone's in the drama club in a small school. Weirdly 75% of the kids in the in the drama club, as soon as they hit the stage, turned British for no reason. Yeah. Like just completely inexplicably
4: <laughs> and like
2: not in an authentic way at all. Yeah. So I'll never forget, we were counting how many characters we had to play in Oliver, one of my friends and I, because we just didn't have enough kids in the school to do the whole play without us mm-hmm. doubling up. And she was like, well, first we play orphans and then we're girls. And I was like... <sighs> you're from like Southeastern Massachusetts. Where is this accent coming from? And she went, we're in Oliver?" And I was just like, nuts. No, no,
4: back it up. (laughs) Well,
1: that's like, we've been watching Top Chef and we're in season three and there's a woman on there who, she claimed to be from South Africa, but her accent was very odd and inconsistent. And the show aired years and years ago. So obviously like stuff comes out. It came out that, she was in fact not from South Africa. She lives in the town in Massachusetts where my mom and stepdad live. That's where she came from. So she's just faking it's being a, South African. An Absolutely.
2: As soon as you realize it, it's like very, very obvious. Yeah, she's too.
1: fucking talking like this kid.
2: Well, she she explicitly states yeah, many African. times.
1: We're gonna get the socks, huh?
2: I know it, Americans uh, like to yeah, put ketchup J-town. on their food.
1: <laughs> and a pot-eyed. I
2: don't like ketchup. <laughs>
1: Anyway, Judy's a shit actor. Sly and Tony come up, and Sly he starts hitting on Judy immediately. I think Ugh. I think this is the clip. It's it's gross.
5: Lester, you're such a low
6: brain, guy, gimmick pitching sleaze ball. Sometimes I want to slap your head. That's Tony. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I, I didn't I didn't know you had company. And she can keep me company anytime.
4: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, this this is the guy that you fell in love with?
2: No. I told you I liked Matt. Get it right. God. You you
1: said Sly was was a a hunk and a treat.
2: I said he was better than Screech.
1: I I mean, again, I admire, like the show, Sly's pure balls to just start hitting on this woman. But it's so gross.
0: It's
2: (laughs) disgusting. And what's more (laughs) disgusting is that she doesn't shut him down immediately. Yeah, yeah. He's a 16-year-old boy. Oh, yeah.
0: She's into it. And it's played for laughs, too. It's like the light laugh track is just going yeah. wild.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like they expected the teenage boys watching it to be like, go get her, Sly. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, like, track her down. Because that, that's, that's the dream. That's like the Stifler's mom thing.
2: Pre-Stifler's mom.
1: I think I've matured past that, though.
2: Hmm. To
1: me, it's just like, Judy, you can do better. This guy's a fucking numb nuts. He's not even successful.
4: He can't He's even bad at band, band. managing.
2: Yeah.
1: Now later later on the show did get the or the band did get a groupie who became I think she became part of the band but yeah. she's described as a groupie. I don't know if that's like in a like a Mel flight of the Concord's way or like a Guns N' Roses backstage pass.
2: More like Mel. I
1: guess that makes sense because you know like we 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 joked about it last week but I'm convinced that all the kids and say by the bell were were bumping uglies. I didn't get a single hint of that in this show because <laughs> there isn't even there's nothing. There's, not, there's, no, there's no Not even
0: an iota of like non-sexual chemistry. There's no chemistry between any <laughs> of the actors.
1: And uh, I'm, this is not a joke. And I'm not trying to be gross. The only sexual chemistry I saw in the whole show was between Matt and Jenny.
2: They weren't really related. It's no, fine. Yes, I, I'm,
1: oh, they hold on. What? <gasps>
2: they had to send her to Europe for a reason. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> oh, news, <God>. folks. <laughs> God <laughs> God.
6: <laughs>
1: All right. So here's the thing. Judy has come back. She's been gone for a while. We're not really sure of the whole circumstance yet, but she's been gone for a while and now she's back and she's there to see her daughter. This is the whole reason she has come from New York to California for whatever reason. Jenny's like, maybe it would be easier if we tell her you're back in town and both adults say, yes, that's a good idea. Like what, what is, what is this?
3: Yeah, this is odd.
0: Can we, can we back up a bit? Like she just goes to their house, the Garrison's house.
3: So yeah,
1: she did explain this a little bit, at least.
0: Yeah, like oh, your dad wasn't home, so I just did.
2: Like motherfucker, just wait. Like yeah, what is <laughs> that
1: <rush>? That's reasonable. <laughs> yeah.
2: And there's so many questions with her behavior. Like it, 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 she says later. No, I didn't tell my ex-husband that I was in town to like reunite with my daughter, who I abandoned ten years ago. Which is super fucked up, right? Like, if you're not the custodial parent and you haven't been involved at all, you just show up and fucking traumatize the kid. Like, mm-hmm. it's right. entirely possible that sh- that the dad lied and was like, your mom died in a car accident because he didn't want to make the daughter think she was abandoned. Oh God. Like,
0: he has no we're idea. We're covering things now, Ben. I told you.
1: <laughs> Said he was going out for ice cream.
2: It just seems so messed up.
0: And then all of a sudden, he's like, my dad's like, Shaylin, I have to go. Sorry.
1: <laughs> but... That Melody, who appears to be like a normal person, is like, yeah, you know what, however old she is, like 16 or 18, go tell your best friend that her mom's back in town. And it's just after like- After what abandoning are... her. Yeah. Soften that blow for it's me. Strange.
0: It really. It is consistent stuff. with a character that would abandon her child. At, you know...
2: Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It is yeah. also
1: yeah. consistent with Jenny's character to fucking be a Budinsky. That's true. As we're about to get into here. Tiffany has just left the house to go do laundry. Right. She's left the band. The entire band follows probably 50 steps or so behind and they go to her house. Now we see Jesse's room, or I'm sorry, Tiffany's room, which is Jesse's room from Say by the Bell. Right. And <laughs> this is funny.
5: Come on in. Let me put this away. Oh, cool. Oh, Sly, be careful. Those
2: are my special stuffedies. Ugh.
1: First of all, special stuffies is gross, but oh yeah, who calls it a stuffy?
2: Someone whose mom gave it a weird nickname before running out the door.
0: <laughs> she just latched onto it mentally. Yes. <laughs> also, could we talk about this room for a second?
1: Yeah, I want to talk about the surfboard so, too.
0: Yeah, so I'm in. Uh, you know, we all live in Massachusetts. We we grew up here. I had like sports teams, pennants in posters sure. in my room. I didn't have like a replica of Fenway Park in my room or like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the outline of you know, South Shore coast or whatever. They live in California. Like, oh, how do we know they live in California? She's
1: got palm trees and surfboards in her room. That's <laughs> every bedroom in California, man. <laughs> well, you know that she likes surfing because her friends come to her room and ostensibly she's been doing laundry. She has the surfboard in front of her and she goes, oh, hey guys, let me put this away. And she just turns six inches and puts the surfboard down. <laughs> Yes. What had she been doing with She's the waxing surfboard? it at the
2: beginning. Yeah, I bet she is. No, when they show her at the very beginning, <laughs> she was putting wax on the back of it.
1: Why would she do that in her, her bedroom?
2: It doesn't make sense as to why. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what she was doing. That And I don't know whose idea was like, we need a transition. Get her a fucking surfboard.
3: <laughs> Maybe
0: Kelly Packard was like, you know what? Like, guys, I just let the camera roll. I'm going to kind of like feel, you know, feel around the space, kind of work with it, see what I can do and just, you know, we'll just come in. An improv.
2: <laughs> and to be fair, of all of the things that like a teenage girl could be doing in her room when her friends walk in without knocking, that's probably one of the less offensive ones.
1: There's another well, really weird word. moment in her in her room at the end of the episode oh, here. Yeah. But so they they sit her down and in a really like ham fisted way, they reveal that her mother's back in town and she is happy about this. She's happy to see her mom again. But Jenny doesn't accept it, refuses to accept it. Here we go.
4: You're
5: happy to hear this? Of course I am. I just thought you'd be a little upset, given that she abandoned you.
1: Hey, Jenny, go fuck yourself. But go fuck she's, yourself, not, Jenny.
2: she's not wrong. Uh,
1: no, she's not wrong, but it's not. Uh, Jenny consistently, and I, again, I've never watched any other episode. She is.
2: Voice of m- reason. Cruel. She's mean. Human she wet blanket.
1: Will not like keep her fucking nose out of anybody else's shit.
2: Voice of reason.
1: She got her nose up in the air, like her shit don't stay. But I'll tell you, it does. Hey, J- Jenny, fairy tales aren't
0: real. And your mom abandoned you, remember? You should be mad about this. This is how you should feel. And fairy tales
1: aren't real. And you're
0: a loser <laughs> for thinking
1: so. Jenny.
2: She's very pragmatic throughout her part in the series.
1: Pragmatic is, is a very kind word. She owns in a good mood. So <laughs> she's
2: just trying to protect her friend. Tiffany is I had a friend in... like that. <laughs> I wish
1: (laughs) We find out later, uh, (laughs) Tiffany can't handle complex emotions because Jenny very kindly tells everybody that. But she tries to explain her emotional state around this here. And in the later context, it kind of makes sense, like she's justifying things. But as you're just entering into this conversation, this sounds insane.
5: Oh, I don't blame her. She was really young when she had me. And she got this offer to dance in a Broadway show and... Well, it was kind of painful when she left for my dad.
1: You can feel like the wheels turning in Kelly Packard's head because, I mean, she is great. But also in the writer's head where they're like, we have to explain that she's conflicted about this, but we have to do it in a way that like, you're just you're leaping all over the, the damn room trying to figure <laughs> out what she's talking about.
2: It's somehow better than if they had given her like the complex emotion immediately, though. Yeah. Because it that would have just stayed complex the entire time. And sure. this way we get to see it evolve, mm-hmm. right? Like that's <laughs> That's character As only a Peter Engel can do.
1: It's yeah. like instead of gasoline in the car, like every car is push powered. So like we push this fucking car forward an inch, but damn it, we we moved. Exactly. We moved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> an inch deep and a mile long.
1: <laughs> we go back to one of the four sets of the show, which is Matt's room and Zach Morris's room. Matt's room has Bruce Springsteen posters, Tom Petty posters, B-52's posters, a piano.
2: With a Rolling Stones sticker.
1: And a cowboy pillow for a little bit of flavor.
2: Well, they have to explain his Southern accent somehow, Ben.
1: (laughs) And so he's wearing a sleeveless denim shirt. Uh, This is where I thought he looked like Yao Ming again. (laughs) This is Uh, where
0: I fainted (laughs) because I was so jealous of those sleeveless tees.
1: They're all hanging out in there. And for whatever reason, maybe because it's a safe space. Tiffany and Judy are going to meet at the Garrison's house. Right. Whatever. I mean, sets are, sets are expensive.
0: Yeah. Th- yeah. I was going to say, this is where budget constraints come in. I also yeah. love the budget constraint of they can afford a um, like a nightclub owner, but they can't afford Kelly's father, who seems pretty integral to
1: this plot. Hold yes. on. Hold on. I will not hear one word of denigration against that nightclub
4: owner. <laughs>
1: that, oh, <man. laughs> no,
0: I'm not denigrating him. <laughs> no, he man. is amazing. I loved every second he was on that screen, but they can afford him. Right. Well, right. we need the nightclub manager. But we can't show Kelly Packard's
1: characters
5: because
2: he bit, would right. force he would force the character development too fast.
1: Yeah, that's why you need Mr. Farrell, just to ease everything along.
2: Also, he had a copy of the script, so he knew he <laughs> had to stay home that day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you can't do laundry, you're busy. The teens are all in the room and they're all in Matt's room and like they're just they're chilling, like teens do. Sly comes in. One of his ideas to fix the band is a smoke machine. It's a good way to change a man's image is a smoke machine. And Tiffany's getting ready to see her mom and sly in his very sly way says.
5: Oh, hey, Tiff. Want to see your mom?
2: Don't say anything stupid.
1: <laughs> Again, Shailen's favorite character in all of media, I believe was the quote.
2: I hate you. Get out.
1: Better than Scarlett O'Hara. Maybe. Better than Walt.
2: No.
0: Hotter than Clark Gable.
4: Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough.
1: So Tiffany goes downstairs, but before we get to the emotional crux, we gotta stick with the band. What's the band doing? They're fucking with a smoke machine.
5: Now imagine, the stage is smoky. You burst through the smoke, and boom, Groupies passed out all over each other. (laughs) Forget it, Sly.
1: Taken out of context, that clip could be seen as extremely, um, bad? (laughs) Problematic? Yeah. (laughs) Sly promoting bad culture?
2: Yeah.
0: But in context.
1: Uh it comes off actually pretty much the same.
2: He's a sixteen year old boy who mm-hmm. is managing a band for groupies.
1: Are you related to this guy or something?
2: <laughs> I'm saying it's consistent with his character. Okay. Shailin, did all. you
0: know there was a there was an episode where the, the actor who plays Sly, I guess he was a, a straight up punk, as you know, and um they mm-hmm. would write in scenes where he had to take off his shirt. <laughs>
1: I was reading. Really? About no, that's, this. Not that's, that's not true. That's
3: not
0: true. I'll, I'll find the link <laughs> oh, after. Googled like you know top ten weirdest or best or something. Uh, California Dreams episodes, and there was there's like a couple where he like takes off his shirt. <laughs> they just like <laughs> wrote in scenes to get him shirtless.
2: That's very odd.
0: It's sort of like where they write in scenes to get the two women in the band to just wear like bikini tops,
2: right? Yeah. Kind of like oh, the the scene we're getting into. Yeah.
1: And then we get into like the the BDSM gear as well in a that second was what I was here, talking about mm. I was talking about when they come back from the beach. Oh. Not enough. It's kids in several skin.
0: instances.
2: <laughs> so, they're in California.
1: Mother and daughter meet, and it's very touching. They hug and they're like, "Oh, it's so good to see you. It's great to see you too." And and Judy's like, "Tell me about anything." And they're just giggling and talking about first kisses. And then it gets into something a little smelly.
5: Tell me about, uh, tell me about anything. (laughs) Okay, I am. Do you smell something? And
1: Judy had let her bowels loose. Just in excitement (laughs) upon seeing Tiffany. Gross. (laughs) I'm sorry, I've cut Cheese. I've never seen a shit such as this.
2: I've defecated with excitement to see you.
1: <laughs> so they're cleaning up the shit. And conveniently, the smoke machine has also filled Matt's room with smoke, right? And they come downstairs. And Tony does like his insult comic bits here.
4: <laughs> so should
1: to ventilate your head, you big smoky the Bear looking chump. <laughs> Tony's acting style is just saying things like this. Chump. He, he punctuates with chump a lot. Hmm. He's always beaten Sly around, which is fair because Sly sucks.
2: Calls him Sylvester a lot.
1: Ooh, that's the biggest insult.
2: Burn. Of all.
1: Here's something I I don't know if I enjoyed it. Shaylin says I reacted to it. They're standing in the kitchen. The smoke machine has just gone off. There's not even a smoke alarm. They're just like the smoke machine has filled the house with smoke. Yes. And then they're standing in the kitchen. And you get this.
5: Come on, guys. It's just a little smoke. It's not like the place is on fire or anything.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: so, Is
3: it supposed to be a fire engine?
2: Yeah, I it's think so. Alarm. It's supposed to be a fire engine.
3: Did they live next door?
0: <laughs> None of the writers had ever heard a smoke alarm before. Like that's
2: so good. <laughs> they had budget constraints. They used whatever siren they could find on like the Do you remember the they used to make the CDs? It's like a thousand sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> they just picked siren one.
0: Yeah. They reused the fire alarm from Save by the Bell.
2: <laughs> so when we were watching this episode, the alarms went off and I looked at Ben, no, like, waiting and I didn't have to wait. He recoiled from the TV, stopped <laughs> typing his notes and made a face of just complete confoundedness. Like, what am I watching? And I was it's laughing so, so hard at Ben's face and he looked at me and he went, you think this is funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think, you're funny. And then you kept saying, I love Sly.
0: I like how um, like you watch the MC Hammer cartoon, and you're like, right. "This is great! It's the ideal platonic of of any sort of, <laughs> well, platonic ideal of any <laughs> show ever." And and now now this comes on, and it's the same exact thing. It is so crudely made and like poorly put together. For me, this is. This is the car wreck I've been waiting to see.
4: Uh, Sure.
2: Fewer celebrities in this one. And I
1: will say, too, I mean, Hammer Man is a cartoon. So, you know, like you expect it to feel a little cheap and then it lives up to those expectations. This presents itself as like like a real TV show. You know, we got some cameras set up and we got the actors in here and we got costumes. And then I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It's just... I, I keep saying it, like I admire the sheer balls to try to like put so little effort into something that lasted for five years. Every single aspect of this show, it's like, man, this is so fucking slapped
4: together.
2: I have to wonder if the people making it felt like that or if they were like, Look at all this money we're saving. We're so <laughs> yeah. smart. We can reuse Kelly's old costumes by putting them on Tiffany. No one will ever notice. <laughs> <laughs> and like going to the network and being like, you don't have to slash our budget. We are under budget this month. You know what As I mean?
0: Spend like, a little more. No, 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 no. We've, we've found our muse. It's, it's no money. That's it's like muse.
1: these nightmare companies now during this, this hell time, just letting people go and, and, you know, cutting off swaths of workers, despite the fact that they're profitable. Like it's just yeah. this fucking madness. I didn't want to get into the pandemic. That's my, that's my pandemic moment of the week. Um, Anyway. Do
2: you have a sound effect for that, for Ben's um, pandemic moment of the week?
1: So (laughs) Tiffany and Judy leave, and we cut back, and the band is practicing, and Sly is pitching like a roller dancing idea, and then Tiffany and Judy come back, and they've just gone surfing. I don't know what amount of time has passed, but whatever. Doesn't matter. So they're wearing wetsuits, and Tiffany says something that it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go the way that I wanted, but here it is.
5: I don't know about rollerblades, but lots of bands have dances in their acts. Yeah. yeah that's true. See, that's that's right. true. Hey, my mother's choreographed a bunch of music videos.
1: I desperately wanted this to be the mom joining the band in like Yoko Onoing the California Dreams.
4: Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> like worming her yes. way in
1: and you know making it uh shitty. Not that it's not shitty now. It didn't happen. What did happen <laughs> is something almost as good. She's choreographed a bunch of music videos.
2: That's sure, right. Makes
1: sense. Maybe she's worked with NKOTB or something.
2: Why what? did she just now return to California if she has a job doing that?
1: Uh, don't don't ask logic questions, Shaylin.
0: Why is she in this garage in the first place? Like, like you're going <laughs> Why back you to have to see kids? your daughter yeah. you haven't seen in 10 years. And the first thing you do is like,
2: yeah, we can go to your
0: friend's garage. Sure, It's, it's just better than going decision. to her
2: estranged husband's house.
0: It, where is she staying?
2: Doesn't matter. <laughs> her car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jenny, I'm living in the car.
1: I, I the have a bigger logic question. If she's choreographed music videos,
4: mm-hmm.
1: maybe she knew that these kids sucked, but the moves that she gave them were like little kicks. <laughs> like, what? what the fuck was this supposed to accomplish?
2: So I was fully expecting... The daughter to say, like, she's choreographed music videos. Sure. The band realizes she's super shitty at it. And they're like, hey, Tiffany, pretty sure your mom's a liar. Yeah, that's like, the drama.
0: <laughs> your mom's yeah. thinking being a choreographer. <laughs> because the,
2: I don't think she went to Broadway, Tiff. I think she's been <laughs> at Applebee's.
1: The mom starts showing the moves. And first of all, like, they're all doing the moves. Tony's a drummer, so he, sh- he wouldn't be doing the moves. Correct. Jenny plays keyboards, so she would be behind the keys. Like, I guess tiffany and matt could do the moves but if they get some gigs off these fucking little kick moves baby i'm going out in the street i'm doing kick moves in the subway (laughs) once we can to get to get get a few gigs because like this is bullshit (laughs) and tiffany like you start to see her her mr hyde side because the mom's like oh you know i used to like date many a dancer or whatever nonsense she says and tiffany's like no dancing's a bad idea
2: well, we'll no, go. she criticizes Tiffany's dad's dancing.
1: That's right. And she said, he couldn't dance, so I danced my way to a divorce.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's a direct quote. That's why we don't have a clip of it.
0: Yeah. Your father had two left feet, and his favorite <laughs> movie was My Left Foot, which is why I left him. It was a weird argument.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny sees this, and her fucking metal meter comes in.
2: Right.
3: And
1: she's like... I'm going to be a (laughs) head-trunker. So so Judy's like, okay, I'm going to go chill in the car. I noticed something here. Jenny is wearing (laughs) another sleeveless denim shirt. And I I came to a realization. She looked like, you know, in Back to the Future Part 2, where they go to the future. So they go to 2015. And young Jennifer meets middle-aged Jennifer. She looks like middle-aged Jennifer. Almost exactly. She's got like a very similar haircut. It's, it's that the short hair. haircut. The, oh, the yeah, clothes yeah. are sort of similar. A real Jennifer. So J- Jenny's other characteristic comes out here. Sheer fury. Uh,
5: guys, I need to speak with Tiffany alone. Okay, 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 okay no, no problem. problem, right here. No problem. Yeah. Alone!
1: <laughs> Why is she yelling at
2: <laughs> Because they're bad at listening.
0: I don't know. They- also yells <laughs> like James Hetfield from Metallica. Alone! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Gotta talk to Tiffany. She's gripping her stuff these tight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Exit
2: right. Where's your <laughs> mom, my
3: best friend?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Jenny and Tiffany are alone here. And well, here we go.
5: That's not what I saw. I think you're holding back 10 years of anger towards your mother. I don't know what you're talking about. Give me a break, Tiffany. The woman ditched you when you were six. Jenny, get off my case.
1: First of all, you go, Tiffany. You tell this fucking psychopath (laughs) to get off your case because Jenny's just yelling and like, she's pointing at Tiffany stronger than Slater was pointing at that microphone.
2: Counterpoint.
1: Are you related to Jenny somehow?
2: No, I'm just (laughs) just saying.
0: Screaming at Ben all night.
2: If you, it's
0: a genetic thing.
2: (laughs) If you spent the last 10 years with your friend who had no mom and then the mom like showed back up Mm -hmm. and like you probably had to share your mom for certain things because your friend didn't have one, right? Like, oh, we're going to go shopping. You can come. Yeah, definitely. And (laughs) like it comes up in other episodes that like when Tiffany was sad, like she would go to Jenny and Matt's house. Like it would probably be difficult as a person to be like, oh, This person has put you through a tremendous amount of pain and suffering, Mm -hmm. and now she's back, and you're just like forgiving it blindly. I don't think she's in the wrong. That's what I'm saying. But
1: here's the thing, Tiffany. (laughs) Why are we talking about this seriously? (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) I just had one of those out of body (laughs) body moments. (laughs) Tiffany needs to figure this out on her own. You know, she needs to start to to deal with her stuff, it deal with her relationship with her mom. She doesn't need fucking know it all. Nose up her ass Jenny to come in and be like, No, Tiffany, you're wrong. You're wrong. And you don't like your mom. You're wrong. I love
0: this. We're, we're, we're talking about this so seriously in the we're show. Off with- I know, we're, a we're, we're, we're Dudes Dudes. pulling a Jenny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Till my dream is done. So, anyway, now <laughs> we go to Sharky's, and I wish we had spent more time in Sharkies, which appears to be like a tiki bar with a plastic shark.
2: And they have a lot of pizza.
1: And they have, like, orange cakes.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, gross. It looked like yeah. Ernie's from Power Rangers.
2: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's
1: I was, Saban. Ooh, ooh,
4: full another Saban Ooh, another Saban connection.
1: What I was disappointed with in this scene, and I'll spoil it. When you see a cake, either somebody got to be eating it or somebody got to be face first in it. Yeah. We didn't That's see Chekhov's that. cake. I needed Tiffany to be flipping that cake. But so Judy's there, and Tiffany walks in. We get a little surprise.
5: <laughs> oh! Especially since my birthday is not until tomorrow. (laughs) Well, we did it today because you always have that special birthday dinner with your dad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look, Mom. It's okay, Tiffany. I understand. I don't want to intrude on your relationship with your father. Just everybody,
1: like, they turned into robots. Their skin melted off because (laughs) there's no emotion. So dun, 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 dun.
2: (laughs) I love this setup of, like, friends. Yep respectful of boundaries and like tradition, right? Except for Jenny. No, she's the one who says, we did this today because we didn't want to mess up your tradition with your dad. Yeah,
1: but she was brandishing a knife at Tiffany the whole time.
2: The mom, I don't want to mess up your relationship with your dad. Right. And then we get into the next minute of conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: I want to unpack that, that clip a little bit. So okay. the, the first thing, the most disturbing thing to me is like, oh, you surprise me, especially since my birthday is tomorrow. Like, is this a universe... Where they only celebrate birthdays on the actual birthday?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like sometimes at school, my friends would surprise me on Friday, and my birthday was on Sunday. What a crazy world! <laughs> and then the second thing, her father does not show up in this
1: at all. Well, it's not. It's not her birthday, so he's planning her special birthday dinner that they always. Oh, make. that's
0: true. That's true. Yeah.
2: I like that it's ostensibly <laughs> her sixteenth birthday, mm-hmm. right? So her sweet sixteen. It is not brought up until this point in the episode that tomorrow is her birthday. It's her fucking 16th birthday for this very, like, 90s California right. girl. You would think there would be, like, some buildup?
1: I, Any yeah, mention yeah. of it? I have an important question, too. Yeah. What do you think the special birthday dinner is? Like, What what is that tradition? I think it's a can of beans served inside a shoe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what I think.
1: <laughs> Just popped to my It's mind. definitely
0: California-themed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like
0: the uh, California wet burrito.
2: Damn it. (laughs) I was going to say it's some kind of like Baja shrimp on the beach. Yeah, exactly. There's avocado involved for Mm -hmm. sure.
1: Listeners. We want to hear from you. Hashtag Tiffany's birthday surprise. So they (laughs) sly. He missed the surprise. This guy's a fucking dolt, but he had a good reason, right? So he comes in and he makes an announcement to the dreams.
3: Big time club owners come to the garage tomorrow to hear us play.
1: Not just a club owner a big-time club owner. Now, he doesn't say it here, but it's you can feel it emanating off of him that he's talking about Mr. Farrell. We're going right. to meet Mr. Farrell in a minute. He's pivotal.
0: Owner and founder of CBGBs. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're, like, they're hanging out, and they're all trying to give Tiffany presents. And this is where the glue starts to come off the spine of the book, if you will.
5: Well, it's not Smith anymore. I changed it back to Webb a long time ago.
1: First of all, she says oh. that in an insane way, and the camera cuts to Tiffany, and like she just she's like JFK in the Subruder video. Like she just like slow motion like uncoils <laughs> this emotional <laughs> magic bullet. <laughs> and moments ago, as we discussed, Judy made it clear she didn't want to interrupt, didn't want to get in the way of Tiffany's relationship with her father. Seems respectful. She proves this by buying Tiffany a plane ticket to New York so that she can live in New York for an entire year.
2: That's right. Like the psychotic person she is
1: Tiffany or Judy? Judy. Okay.
2: So she shows up at her daughter's house. Daughter isn't there. Right. I'll go to my daughter's friend's house and hunt her down. I won't tell anyone who I am until they guess. I've been working at Applebee's this whole time and lying about my (laughs) dance career. I was
1: living in Sacramento.
0: Maybe she is the Terminator, like just hunting down this (laughs) this teenager. She got stuck
1: in Jumanji for twenty five years. She (laughs) finally rolled a five or an eight, and she got out. And here she is. World's a different place.
2: It is alarming. Kids with Steve Martin. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so many feelings watching this weird presumption of, like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, it's been a decade. Come fucking live with me for a year. Screw all these people I've been spending all of this time with. Because even in a universe that's supposed to be, like, lesson learning, teenagers, kind of flimsy plot lines, like, of all of the flimsy plot lines I've seen in Saved by the Bell, California Dreams, anything with Peter Engel, Mm -hmm. that one decision, I was just like, no, this is not fucking reality. I'm not feeling it. I don't believe this. I don't
1: believe this. So, Tiffany rightfully, here, freaks out, right? Here's a little teeny bit of it.
5: A plane ticket to New York? Well, it was a little awkward, but I had a talk with your dad, and he agreed that if you wanted to, you could come to New York and live with me for a year. How dare you?
4: What?
1: Now, to fill in this blank, I'm going to introduce a new segment into the show. It will be all of us trying to replicate Tiffany's restaurant outburst here. Starting with Shailen.
2: You expect me? Damn it, I lost it. You come in here after all this time and expect me to drop what I'm doing to live with you? Is that close? Okay. Did uh, I get it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Dave, what's your take? How dare you?
0: You expect me to drop everything I'm doing? I'm part of a great band, and we have a gig right now. And I can't do that, Mom. I love you, but I hate you right now. Goodbye.
1: Okay, all right. Here's mine. How dare you? You told me you were leaving for cigarettes, and now you came back, (laughs) and you want me to move to New York where they don't make good salsa? Eat cake. And then she would smash Judy's face in the cake.
2: I'm going to pause here for a second and just analyze the sentence from mom, Mm -hmm. Judy. It was an awkward conversation, but your dad said... If you wanted to, right. you could move with me. And in this moment, we learn a lot about the dad. First, <laughs> that he's super smart and knows that his daughter's not a dipshit and mm-hmm. will not do this insane thing. And also that he never learned his lesson talking to this woman that he has to directly tell her well, things. also
1: to be fair, I mean, this reflects badly on the dad as well because he agrees to this insane surprise plan. <laughs> I... Yeah, that's... Sheldon, are you related to the
0: dad? <laughs> he passes the buck to his daughter to say no. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a classic George H.W. Bush move, and that's why we ousted him out of office. This a four is days a California, California nightmare, not a California <laughs> dream. So Tiffany leaves, and Judy, like, she's sitting there and she's in this red dress, and, like, she just starts, eye fucking sly. It's, it's really uncomfortable. And no
2: one eats the cake.
1: Now we're back in the kitchen of the garrisons. We assume the whole band minus Tiffany just walked over to the garrisons. And wouldn't you know it...
2: That weird ceramic cat is there. Little,
1: hey, Well, that's true. And then little fucking shit-stinker Jenny comes out again.
5: Stop clowning around. I'm really worried about Tiffany. She doesn't know how to handle intense emotion. Hey,
3: Jenny. what the fuck duck. yourself. <laughs> yeah, a fucking asshole.
5: Suck a
0: fat one, Jenny. Jesus Christ. Holy hell. Guys, she's a stunted...
1: You know, emotionally stunted person. Yeah. Like she can't handle this stuff.
2: I mean, she's not wrong though.
1: I heard she sucks at the base too, and she can't play basketball. Like, fuck off, Jenny.
2: So <laughs> negative. No
1: wonder she got she's terrible on the radio. The she
0: can't do any sports announcements or casts. Like, this mm-hmm. is terrible.
2: She should sniff a skunk.
1: She should uh, get a muzzle. She should, they, w- w- wave a wave. Get a muzzle. Wave a skunk in front of her. Yeah. All the things, base us. Yes. So Tiffany comes in, and Jenny is glaring at her. She's not looking at her with a look of, oh, man, I hope she's okay, or I should talk to her. She glares at Tiffany, like as if she hates the ground that she walks on, because she does appear to. And she's like, you know what? I'm okay. We have an audition. I know it's a big deal. I want to go through with it. And then plot device Melody comes in, Matt and Jenny's mom.
5: Your mom asked me to tell you she's leaving today at 4 o'clock. And she wanted you to
2: have her address and phone number just in case you change your mind. Hey, Judy,
5: go fuck
1: yourself. What
2: the fuck? (laughs) Once again, Judy passing the buck, not (laughs) calling her daughter herself, not checking on her daughter directly, but hey, Melody, person I haven't spoken to in so long, you don't even know who the fuck I am. Can you just persuade my daughter to have a relationship with me, please? Like, here's
1: my my contact information.
2: What? What? (laughs) No wonder
1: Tiffany hated her.
0: I showed up yesterday at your door, uh, and you were questioning who I was. Now, can you do this huge favor for me?
2: Can you just go ahead and parent my daughter in my stead? Because obviously, I can't handle it.
0: So, Melody might be one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. Like, yeah, she's also a bad actress. <laughs> it's so bad. She's she's really bad. I have no other words. She's <laughs> just, just like, she's like the ceramic cat. It's just there.
1: You know, I like that her name is Melody, though. That's how you know her kids have musical talent. Do you know what the dad's name was? Clef.
2: Damn it. I was going to say D. clef
1: (laughs) Just Clef. (laughs) So then we get like a circle wipe. Not a star wipe, a circle wipe. Mm -hmm. And it's a beach ball. Matt and Tony and Jenny and Tiffany are looking befuddled at each other. They're back in the garage. Now, why are they looking befuddled at each other? Because they're in like what a rich Hollywood scriptwriter's version of like a punk outfit would be. That is correct. So Tiffany is dressed in these big spikes and her hair is up. She looks like a G grade Madonna. Matt is in a ripped up shirt. (laughs) He looks like if like Yao Ming was (laughs) into the Ramones.
2: No, he looks like he was wearing regular white t-shirt and a raptor came in with eyeliner and was just like no and just slashed the front of his shirt
1: bandana the toronto
0: raptors logo just
1: across
4: his shirt yeah it was
1: a little early for that but yeah yeah tony is in a leather jacket and fake dreadlocks and jenny kind of looks exactly like she did before it's just she's wearing like a studded bra like there's no other difference in her demeanor You you
2: can see a lot more of her skin yeah and she is on more eyeliner yeah
1: and she, like her skin looks just really angry and judgmental.
2: Just give me that feeling. I can't. I can't quite put my finger on it. Note to self: Ben does not like short haircuts. That,
1: Radiating what? Off of Wow! What an outlandish statement. That was a jump.
2: How can you have judgmental skin? It's a joke. So was mine.
1: So not this is. Shell True. Hashtag shell Love slide. Now they all look confused and they can't quite figure out why. It's like they all had shower curtains around them and changed into these getups. Don't even question where they got these clothes. And they dropped the shower curtains at the same time and they are like, the
4: fuck
3: is
1: this? I love but
3: it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's How do we get like this? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: it's like- it's, Why are we doing this? It's
1: as if Sly had drugged them all with the smoke machine or something, <laughs> dressed their, their young, nubile bodies in these clothes, and they all like stood up at the same time. It was- just a baffling way to react it's like a
0: human centipede reveal like they all yeah they all wake up they're all sewn sewn to these punk clothes
1: but it's all worth it, oh, it sure my, is. my god is it all worth it because oh, sly walks in with the big time club owner his oh, name is mr farrell he's wearing a purple polo shirt short sleeve oh, of course yeah. it's california tucked into floral shorts Hell yeah. Sly introduces him and Mr. Farrell does a quick, like he does a wave with one hand and then he's like, Hey, he's a big time club owner. And he does like a little half wave with the other hand. I loved it. Mr. Farrell. A plus. Amazing character. Now he's here to see not the California dreams, the California nightmares. And he says this, Sly says the nightmares and Matt's like, Oh man, I thought that we were the dreams and we were beachy. And Sly's like, look at this getup, baby. We're punk as fuck.
0: So, so then they play the <laughs> punkiest
1: song. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> let's listen to let's listen to Sly introduce the song and how they get into it, and then we'll talk about the song.
5: Mr. Farrell, brace yourself, because you're about to hear music to start a riot by. Fire it up, pitbull. Okay.
2: Music to start a riot by. And also we Ugh. heard from Jenny just a moment ago that she feels the urge to slam dance.
1: Right. I'm sure that, that the actress, Poo Jenny, knew what Slam Dancing was as well. It's
2: definitely pertinent to the song.
1: 100%. So then they play Sex Pistols, um, Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> it's their, their version of it. Uh, it's called like Love is Not Like This. The song is two and a half minutes long. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but Aww. I will play a good 45 to 50 seconds. Okay. I'll play Thank between you. 45 seconds and two and a half minutes. you get the gist first of all that song slaps (laughs) the more i listen to it the more i like it and i am not i'm not proud of myself but i'm gonna speak (laughs) Um, my truth here
2: the opening two bars Mm -hmm. before it actually the guitar plays an actual riff Mm -hmm. is the transition music on saved by the bell when they go to the max (laughs) okay
0: oh yes yes it is that's pretty
1: good
2: (laughs) and you know what it's catchy as fuck
1: yes but aside from the song Oh, boy, I could spend, like, two hours talking about what happens in this two and a half minutes. Love it's is not amazing. Line, no, whoa, so whoa. they start playing the song. And, like, Tiffany is headbanging, not in tune with the song. And they're playing the song. And Matt's singing. You get a lot of close-ups.
0: And he's, like, sneering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 He's
1: got, like, his Billy Idol sneer. If Billy yeah. Idol was...
2: He's trying to look like...
1: Like a basketball player <laughs> from, from China. <laughs> <laughs> and... But from time to time, we cut over to Sly and to Mr. Farrell, and Sly is wearing again. He's wearing his big jacket, and he keeps like tapping Mr. Farrell on the on the shoulder. And he's like, "Good shit, huh?" And at various <laughs> points, Mr. Farrell gives a thumbs up. Yep. And he or he's like he's sitting very wide legged in a chair with his hands on the chair between his legs, and he's just bopping back and forth.
2: He's bopping. This he's guy into it.
1: is having a hell of a time, and it gets even better because as we get into the breakdown, Matt's like, "You know what?" Time to turn up the old Matt Sex Appeal, because he bops over to Mr. Farrell. He's playing the guitar. He goes down on one <laughs> knee as if he's proposing to the man, and he's just, like, rocking out. And Mr. Farrell, so I assume, like, the, the actor was just, he was having a good time. He's laughing his ass off. He doesn't look like he's enjoying it. He's just laughing at how ridiculous this was. Mr. Farrell, A+. plus. Oh man, they get nose to nose.
2: Yeah, nose He's like right to up in nose. his shit.
1: It's so good. Could smell what he had for breakfast.
2: So I didn't look up the acting credit. Sure, but deep down inside of myself, I was like, I really want this to be one of the writers. And they were like, We just need like a dude. And they just pulled him out. out They're were like, We're gonna put you in makeup. Please <laughs> act like you like the band. The end. You have three lines.
0: Again, I was I was talking earlier about like just feeling awkward watching live music and not like going to a show or a concert or something. And like, uh, you know, that's, that's fine because you're in like a million, you're amongst yeah. like thousands of people. This is like when the guy in college would take out his guitar and start playing in the dorm room. And there's like <laughs> five people watching this guy play a guitar. Or you go to a friend's house and this guy uh, has written a song for his daughter and he- <laughs> forces everybody to listen to him <laughs> sing it
4: and i
0: don't know what to do with myself and so i just pick up their house cat and start making it dance and then he gets upset with me because i distracted everybody but you
2: know it's Not like that. i've like, ever yeah. done that, that
1: yeah, that's, happen,
0: yeah that's a hypothetical scenario that's too
1: outlandish the situation ever actually occur
0: yeah yeah so always awkward but like watching mr farrell enjoy the fuck
1: out of this song i'm free now i have i have
0: put those worries to bed and I can just enjoy music the way I want to.
1: The way it should be.
2: He's earnest as fuck.
1: Yeah. Like I had all my jokes lined up. Like Mr. Farrell was unzipping his pants. He was cranking it in the corner, but it's too pure. Like I can't make the actual joke. Like he's just, he's living his life and the band now, mind you, they're all playing instruments. There's a point at which Jenny just abandons her instrument, which continues to play while she's slam <laughs> dancing. She's really good. And they're singing into microphones that don't exist. And yes. Tony's got his foot up and there's a laugh track and it is just an insane two and a half minutes. It's That's a joy ride. For as much as I hated a lot of the show, this was like so pure in its essence. Like I wanted to still it down and like inject it into my veins. All right. That's how I feel.
0: I'm so glad you love that song. I've been listening to the entire California dreams soundtrack for like a week. It's so good.
1: Here's a question. So the the makeup of the band changes after season one and after season two, does the music change in the slightest or is it still like the same exact sounding stuff?
2: It's different yeah. singers.
1: Yeah. But I mean the sound of the music
2: it does not drastically improve i don't think okay they right, try a if-
1: different they
0: they try a different uh, a couple different genres like this was the same article where they talked about uh, sly taking his shirt off <laughs> they, they mentioned an episode where um tony is the singer and mm-hmm. they decided to do like a a funk thing and it was so <laughs> poorly executed <laughs> and thought out it, like just it's so bad i watched the clip and it's 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 god awful it's like, again, like some white, rich writer's uh, yeah. idea of what funk music should sound like.
2: Makes sense.
1: But yeah. again, what you guys are telling me is that these kids, for for this iteration of the band, they all played and sang. Yeah. Like, watch this music video. You could tell me that Jenny had never touched a keyboard. Like, they're just acting it so There's over the top. There's not
2: much of a keys track in this okay, song share. either, though. So I feel like...
1: You know what no, I'm getting what at.
2: No, what I'm getting at is, is that the, I think the authentic like version of the song, she probably wasn't required to do that. So then, when they put her like in front of a camera and they're like play the keyboard, she's probably like, "What do I but do like, with the keyboard?" Tiffany's
1: like headbanging in a way that has like it's just so off with the song, and like I just it's refuse confusing. to believe she was playing the bass. That, that's what I'm getting at.
2: She also
0: does this like insane thing with her shoulder. Yes, uh, like he goes over and her shoulder is somehow like flying off of her back. I don't know. Yeah. How she did that. Um, it's all those spikes. She's yeah.
2: hyperextended.
0: That Baywatch training.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you
1: know, who else was hyperextended, that Mr. Farrell? All right, I snuck in one.
2: So <laughs> anyway, so you would think
1: after this guy had the time of his life with this song that he would be, he'd be all over it, but he's not because he's a businessman first and foremost and a music lover second and a team lover third. Here's his rejection. <laughs>
6: Huh?
5: No, I hate the image. I was looking for an, a nice band.
3: I was
1: looking for a nice band. I, was,
2: <laughs> I love that he says that and then he walks out. He
1: he pats Sly on the shoulder and leaves. <laughs>
3: oh,
2: There's no room for like, could you show up and not call it a riot starter mm-hmm. and maybe wear a nice polo shirt such as I have on?
4: Right. Yeah, yeah. I would happily that.
2: hire you if you could get some nice shorts with flowers on them instead yeah. of ripped jeans, but no.
3: But he's just like, I was looking
1: for a nice band,
4: a nice band.
1: to play in my big time club. It sounds like Little Nicky. <laughs> 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 I wish I knew all my Little Nicky lines. I don't.
0: She's your yeah, favorite not, movie, but... Little Nicky.
2: I've never seen Little Nicky. Hmm.
1: Because it stars Michael
0: Cade, who played Sly.
1: <laughs> Bet you probably defend it. Big time, Sly Defender. Hashtag on the sly. So Mr. Farrell leaves. Now the band is crushed. They've dressed like assholes.
2: They feel like assholes. They feel like
1: assholes. They're tired after slam dancing. And sly is taking it especially hard.
5: I'm a complete screw up. I second the motion, Sylvester. (laughs) Yeah, well, you should.
1: (laughs) I don't understand that joke. What was that joke? I second the motion. I agree with you.
0: Yeah, I think think he's
1: was I thought was he trying to do like a matlock? Or like a like a like it's almost sounded like a Columbo, like I suck at the motion. Uh, Oh "Oh, oh." yeah, because he has like a funny accent. Like Yeah I I I, I suck at the motion, Sylvester. Maybe it's LA law? Did Corbin Burnson talk like
2: that? I don't think so.
1: Shilling you're big, you're a big Burnson head. What's your point? Uh huh. Anyway, Burke's Law with Scott (laughs) (laughs) Baio. Fuck
2: that
1: guy. So Sly is upset. And Tiffany comes over and she's like, it's okay. Like sometimes you hate your mom. And then she's like, oh my God, I hated my mom. And I'm really having trouble dealing with it. She's dealing with complex emotion. And then she runs out. Fuck
2: you, Jenny. Hey, Jenny, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: So she leaves. And then we cut back to the other set, which is uh, Tiffany's room. And she's still in the same outfit that she, she practiced standard did the, did the rehearsal in or whatever. And, Immediately, the second she walks in the door, and again, I didn't realize the time frame, she gets a call from Jenny. And you get a joke that, that wouldn't fly these days.
5: Fly. I couldn't get past security. My spikes set off the metal detector.
1: <laughs> if that was now, TSA would be fucking throwing it on the ground. It's true.
0: I can't wait for the reboot and they just try to imagine California dreams in a post-9-11 world. <laughs> like, what's that going to look like, you know?
1: <laughs> I loved Mr. Farrell.
0: I I love.
4: (laughs) I love what happened next.
1: Got that transition. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tiffany hangs up the phone, right, and she walks into—I don't know if it's a closet, but I don't think it is. I think it's a bathroom because she walks into this room with a door. She closes the door behind her. Immediately thereafter, Judy walks in. Judy picks up one of the stuffedies, is looking at it ruefully. Tiffany opens the door and wipes her hands. She's still wearing the same clothes. Was Tiffany going to drop a quick shit? Maybe. That's a realistic depiction of teen life. That's admirable. Dave, what's your take? She <laughs> dropping a shit?
0: <laughs> Big old dookie.
1: She hit the brown note? What's going on here?
2: Hashtag <laughs> did Tiffany poop.
1: <laughs> Hashtag number 2 Tiffany.
2: Number 2
1: <laughs> 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 So, Judy
0: pootie. <Coody. laughs>
1: Tiffany's like oh I went to the airport to find you uh, because you left your home phone number and you live in New York you, you fucking asshole and Judy's like oh I had a change of heart and here again Judy going for that Emmy
5: oh honey don't apologize you have every right to be angry what I did was wrong I should never have left you I missed you growing up
2: I missed everything
1: and then Tiffany stabs her with the jacket because she's still she's still pissed off.
2: Not angrily. Yeah, it's it's buried. It's she can't laughs. handle the laughs. emotions of it. Mm-hmm.
1: And th- like they're just oh, it's like it's like fried green tomatoes. And then
2: just like that.
5: So what do we do now? Well, we can never get back those ten years.
2: Oh. Passive aggression <laughs> at its Jesus, finest. That's
1: sobering. <laughs>
2: Here, let me just twist that knife, mom. Yeah.
1: And then she's like, Tiff "Well, that leather jacket stud. You could you could get back with dad. We could rebuild our broken home. Or they could be friends. And
0: we could finally watch my left foot with
1: them." <laughs> Here's how the episode ends. <laughs> anyway (laughs) Uh, so are we sure judy is this is it for her she pulls a like a say by the bell and she's out
2: i'm not sure this is what i'm saying Hmm. i do not remember this woman coming back but that doesn't mean that she didn't i have not watched this show in many years okay it
1: feels like she's not coming back she's going back to new york yeah Fun stuff. So,
2: before going we back to the Applebee's, before
1: we, we go to our reviews <laughs> here, uh, a couple of things that didn't really fit in elsewhere. The version of the video we watched on YouTube, various people leaving comments, things like that. There's one particular <laughs> oh, commenter named uh, Paula Vizri Tambra Parney. And I'm going to call Paula Vizri the biggest California Dreams fan ever. And, like, ever. I'm, you know, they left comments. Not just like a string of comments, but a string of comments over several months being like, how could Judy do that? They were really into the show. (laughs) I, I enjoyed, again, very earnest. I enjoyed it. The other thing that really stood out to me is there was some kind of CD or something of like the best of the California dreams that was released. But there's another compilation. It was given to the cast and crew, and it was the collected works of the California dreams. And it was like this big like end of show present. Okay. Never released. Super rare. Sometimes shows up on eBay. So something to keep an eye out for. You want a little piece of Peter Engel memorabilia? Keep an eye out. Maybe you'll end up with with Jenny's version or Matt's version. I'm just kidding. They left the show. They didn't get shit.
2: You can end <laughs> up with a Sly's Tony
1: super rare comp.
0: So. Oh man, I'm getting Shilin Sly CD for Christmas.
1: Yes. <laughs> I think it's a good idea.
0: He signed this naked, and he made sure to <laughs> tell me, you know, he, he wanted me to tell you that, Shalen It's a strange request from the seller.
4: Well.
1: His last name is Wood, and the two O's are just ball prints. Ew. <laughs> His last name's not Wood. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's Cade. The A and the, the, a and the D. <laughs> there you go. Would you show it to a child, Dave? This particular show? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. Shalen, Sure.
0: Would you show it to a young Shaylin? <laughs>
2: uh Young Shaylen watched the hell out of this show.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yes. Like, hey, watch this. It'll get better.
2: <laughs> Hate you.
1: I <laughs> guess there's just such nothing to this. Um, so, sure. Why not?
2: It's like a fresh glass of water.
1: <laughs> Let's go with one to five. Uh, Mr. Farrell. Estranged parents. A strange parents slash sharky orange cakes slash Mr. Farrell's floral shorts, whatever you choose.
2: <laughs>
0: five, 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 five. It's, it's five. This show <laughs> was amazing. It just, it got better every, every time I saw it. I know it was good because I was trying to get my wife to watch it mm-hmm. and she has like no patience for like shit. And I was like, You look, no, watch this scene. Watch this scene between the two moms. It's amazing. And she just kind of like walked away like I was <laughs> like I was showing her the ring video. She's like, no, I can't. Don't don't. Seven I days. don't want to watch it. Why is this good? <laughs> and I was like, it's so good. And she like went upstairs and I was like yelling to her, please <laughs> love me again. So five out of five.
1: Shailen?
2: I would give this a four and a half out of five. And the only reason I'm docking at the half point. Mm-hmm is because Judy the character sucks. Any other episode i probably like better.
4: Okay,
1: okay. You know, the show's so music heavy. You know, these kids' lives really revolve around this adult contemporary music. So I thought I could only really give my review in song form. When
3: the sun went down And you just turned eight Your mom left
1: your dad Then she showed back up Acting like she'd never even met your friends
3: Mr. Pharaoh wants to hold a man tight Your mommy wants to make a man of sly You're a bassist don't wanna be
2: mommy's
1: girl three and a half out
2: of five i'm so sad that our listeners can't see your dance moves
1: you gotta get into it
2: those kicks man
1: mm-hmm. i learned them from judy
0: waving that hand just like waiting for the lyrics to start yeah, yeah <laughs> see this is the problem with all these
1: it. things yeah you gotta you gotta get into it so that's california dreams
0: I found a video, it's two and a half hours long, and it someone took the time and just put in this this TLC into collecting and curating all of the California Dream songs. Mm-hmm. They bookended them with season one's theme and season three's theme, which was the the theme for the rest of the series.
1: Oh, they had different themes?
0: They did, yes. Oh, um, it's like I can't wire. tell the
2: I can't tell the difference. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Wait's different one. different lead singers. <laughs> <laughs> so they use the singer from each season. Surf dudes
1: and attitudes.
2: <laughs> do you,
1: you hear the Bob Dylan version? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. I'm high in the sun.
3: Just want to ride my dream's done.
1: Skies <laughs> Could be a Bob Dylan, a Tom Petty. Who's to say? Doesn't Somebody. doesn't matter. what if Ringo Starr sang the California Dreams theme?
2: Oh, he wouldn't lower himself to that.
0: Wow. I thought you liked the show.
2: I do. I'm feel, just feel, saying. Feeling grippity groupy. <laughs> it's
1: all California ding dong dreamy do. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this singly so,
3: If you go
0: to that, that video and you, and again, Ben, you were mentioning the comments, like the people love this show and this music. So I, I, took a, I, I took a couple comments here. So thank you so much for share, man. I'm a really great fan of California Dreams and their music. Was so warm and fresh back in the 90s. Those tunes, Smiley Face.
4: Hmm.
2: I mean, it was warm.
0: It was warm and fresh. Kelly's voice is so beautiful. Love, hearts don't lie. Sure. California Dreams. Ugh. Beautiful memories while I was a teenager in Puerto Rico. Smiley Face, Smiley Face, Smiley Face.
1: Mm -hmm. Another tropical locale.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Why ain't season five released on DVD yet? And uh, I like this one. I think this is missing "Stand Back." The name <laughs> of a song. Is <laughs> that a like, fan song? It's like
1: this dickhead. Like all these people, are like,
0: oh my god, Kelly's voice is so beautiful. I can't believe Jenny was only in one season. Hey, this is missing "Stand Back."
1: <laughs> Take it down and do it right. I think. Yeah, I think what that speaks to. And uh, this is something I think a lot about is no matter what thing there is, there's this really niche group of people who hardcore love it. You know what I mean? Like, Not just the people leaving comments, but whoever made that video had to go right. through every episode, right? lovingly pull the songs, stitch them together, maybe do a little post-production going, man, you know what? There's going to be an audience for this California Dreams comp video. And there is, <laughs> you know,
0: there is. So so somebody did that. And then um, one of the first comments that's like pinned to the top is uh, somebody took the songs and timestamped them and gave them all names. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, that must be the person that made the video. It's not. It's two no. different people. Two no. different people lovingly put this thing together. And I, I, I just want to marry them.
1: That's the beautiful thing once things get out into the community, right? Like people can take it and they can do their own thing with it. You know, it's sort of the opposite of like a JK Rowling who just will not stop fucking meddling with Harry Potter. Like it's, it's very much like a, you know what I mean? It's this big thing, but it's not yours. It's hers. And she's going to keep telling you shit about it. No matter yeah, like yeah. what you want. Anyway, it just,
0: if, if JK Rowling wrote this, we'd get like 50 novels of, yeah, you know, Tiffany's mom and like her backstory and her time as a wizard on, on the, you know, on the set of all these music videos.
1: Yeah, like there's no interpretation. It's like, oh, and Judy woke up and her husband was wearing a green sock and so she left him and she cursed him with a dibbly-doo. I don't know, (laughs) fucking stupid. She's also Ringo Ringo Starr. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but high-pitched. That's right. That's, That's another Judy that can get right the hell out of here. I don't know if the J stands for Judy, but hey, you know what, JK? Fuck right off. Get out of here. We don't want you. Jalen, what are you find? I I agree. I like I Sly.
3: Like, he was a real I hunk. Said, I like Sly.
0: So, like, clearly, California Dreams is the pinnacle of music. Um, mm-hmm. so I thought for my game, I was going to line up them against another musical juggernaut. So, welcome to California Weens. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you a lyric. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to tell me. If this is California Dreams or the band Ween. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: Yeah. This is going to be surprisingly difficult,
1: I think you'll find,
0: or very easy. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to go first?
1: Shailen. Shailen. Shailen does.
0: All right. The weatherman says it's clear today, but I ain't going out. No way. It's going to be rain. Is that Ween or Dream? Ween. I'm sorry, Shailen. That is a California dreams <laughs> song. And I think Tony sings it.
2: Those lyrics make sense for Tony.
0: What <laughs> the
3: fuck does
1: that mean?
2: Yeah, what does that it's mean? Just like, he's just like narrating like the world around him.
0: Because he was the son of the weather girls who sang It's Gonna Be Raining Men. And that's, <laughs> that's how it relates. It plays. Yeah.
2: You related to this guy?
0: Ben. Right. Yes. I closed my eyes then i drifted to sleep i dreamed about me maybe throwing a party and just how great that would be is that ween <laughs> or dream
1: boy the thing is i can see it both ways which is really a problem uh i'm going to go with i'm going to go with ween on that one
0: that is correct that All is right. uh that is the song your party and we will pause here to pretend i'm playing it
1: your
3: party <laughs> It's a very fine party.
0: Man, what a great song, huh? That's so funny.
3: That's
1: a banger.
0: Yeah. All right, Shailen. I'm ready. Hey, little boy. Come walk with me. Dream or ween?
3: Mr. Farrell.
2: Dream.
0: I'm sorry, Shailen. I'm going to get every single one of them wrong. (laughs) Still Mr. Farrell somehow. (laughs) He's the narrator of the song, <laughs> and he's talking to Sly. And Shailen was wishes she was Mr. Farrell.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't we all?
0: Yeah, it's from the song "The Mollusk," which is a uh, a hit Ween song. It's my favorite right. sea
1: creature themed song. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I prefer yeah. Octopus's Garden. Okay, okay.
0: I like uh, Deepest Bluest. My hat is like a shark fin. Ellen Cole. Yeah,
1: that's a good one too. Yeah. Damn it,
0: Ben. Yes, when you need sweet and soft. I'll be your little girl. Dream. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is from the song, Someone to Hold On To. I don't know what that song is about. It's
1: Tiffany singing to Mr. Farrell. Yeah, I
2: kind of don't want to know anything more about that song. No, I do. Let's just leave it alone.
1: It's
0: probably a very special episode.
1: Shailen, you know that we don't leave things alone.
2: That's true. You're right. Shailen. Yes.
0: Laid back moods, sky above and below, good vibrations, feeling mellow. Is that dream or ween?
2: Motherfuck. It seems like it should be dream, so it's going to be ween. And I'm going to get this one wrong, too. Go ahead.
0: It's ween? That's your guess? Is ween? Yeah. That's from the theme song. (laughs) I've got a (laughs) bunch of dreams.
4: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: oh man i was trying to give you a point
2: (laughs) thanks dave all
0: right you're welcome um let's see here (laughs)
4: Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) jillan is this teenage mutant ninja turtles or ghostbusters teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles
2: i was making a joke you guys
0: (laughs) ah
1: high five
2: I thought it was a good joke. It was a good joke. joke. That's why we're laughing. I
0: liked it. I liked it. All right, Ben. Yes. You can't build castles on quicksand. Dream. That is correct. Yeah. That is from the song castles on quicksand and a live request. Please play that at the end of this episode. It is a great song. I've listened to it like 800 times since last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It is so good. It is an earworm it it's just banging uh Shailen, and you can put on your shoes hit the road get trucking, pack your bag i don't need the ag is that ween or dream ween that is ween uh with a yeah! song, piss <laughs> piss up a rope uh uh-huh.
6: all right piss up a rope piss up that rope in your rope <laughs> Can't climb that rope because it's covered in slice.
3: Sweet in.
1: It's a homologue song.
4: It's
3: covered
1: in kerosene. Ah. Why would the rope be covered in kerosene? Anyway. <laughs> All
0: right. Ben? Yes. It's been 97 days since I've laid my head beside you with a mm-hmm. million miles of highway in between.
1: Hmm. Ween or dream? Ween.
0: That is Ween, and the song is Waving My Dick in the Wind.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, that's a Mr. Farrell
0: song. <laughs> and he's waving at the band. Yeah.
2: He's a hot club owner and lyricist for Ween. Mm-hmm.
3: I wanted a nice band. Oh, yeah. Give me that nice band, Sheldon. Oh, yeah.
4: Sheldon, oh, I'm yeah. a, I'm that a that
3: band manager. A great band. I want to hear the band manager stories. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm one of them sleazy band managers. Yeah. I managed to ban Poke 52, and it was, heard, it was, I it heard it was good. I heard you had some good shit to show me, Shellen. <laughs>
0: Shellen. <laughs> Is it Shelly's turn? It is Shelly's turn. It is now. She's got everything and in all the right places, you know. Dream or Ween? Ween. It is California Dreams, and the song is She's Not mm-hmm. You.
2: Wow. Which is,
6: great,
0: which is a great
1: name for a song. Man.
2: That lyric She's in that not song. You.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Delightful. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Ben. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like my old man. You know, that's hard for me to say. And sometimes I just lose my head. Don't know Dream. why I get that way. Dream. Is ween. No, it, it isn't. Is ween with the song Gabriel. It's mad. Gabriel.
1: It's talking about his dad, Mister Garrison.
0: Yeah, and how he's a cowboy, and that's why he has all the cowboy stuff
1: in his (laughs) room. He's always saying there's a snake in his boots. Let's
0: see. I think that's it, Shailen. I'll give you another one. There we go. Laid back moods, sky above and below, good vibrations, feeling mellow. Is that dream Mm. or ween?
2: That's dream, Dave.
0: You got it. All right. (laughs) Okay, guys. Let's see. I'm you up the scores here. Ben, you've, you've got four Shalins, got two points. One was a gimme. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So, Ben, you are, you are the champion. You know your That's dream right. and your ween. You're goddamn right. Now, yeah. before we leave this, I have a one for you, Dave. I oh. came up with my own side game here. It's called Hollywood Ween-er. And you have to pick if it's California <laughs> Dreams or Mark Wiener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Uh, the line is... What's Up, What's Up in Wienerville? <laughs> is that California Dreams or Mark Wiener?
0: I think that's um the California Dreamerville. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, that is uh, that is Mark Wiener.
1: I have one more. You're, you're right. Go ahead. Um, I think this one's a little harder. I know Robin Williams, we performed on the street. <laughs> I know Robin Williams, no, I'm going to drop a funky beat. <laughs> is, that, uh, uh, is that the California uh, Dreams or... <laughs> Mark Wiener. <laughs>
0: it's Mark Wiener.
1: It's cracked. <laughs> Jalen, you want in on this?
2: No. All right. I would like to continue to listen. <laughs> did you
0: hear That's the song um, by by him? It was, I live in my van. <laughs> it's a giant diorama. I really hate
4: Dave.
2: <laughs> I did the un- hear the one, I'm sad the neighbors called the cops when I broke into Dave's house this time. Mm-hmm. It's the sequel to. I'm so happy that I broke into Dave's house and didn't get caught. That's on
1: the LP. Head puppets are wave of the future. I think. Yes,
4: I think I, you're yeah.
1: right. And there's like a bony diss track in there.
0: Yeah, there's a um, there's a country <laughs> song. You stepped on my silver wiener.
1: <laughs> Too far. Bony, bony. Leave him alone. Something, something. Your name should be Dave's Tony. not homie. <laughs> anyway, all right. We've we've lost our minds here.
0: Thank you for playing.
1: Let's get back on track onto the mailbag. What would your ideal sweet ass teen hangout be? I want to know theming. I want to know menus. I have some resources to put in and I want to know sincerely the lady from love it or list it. That's a celebrity write in. That's a hashtag big get.
2: Do you know her real name?
1: She didn't put it in there. How would I know it?
2: Okay. I just wasn't sure if we were talking about the one that's Canadian or the one that's based in the south of the U.S. I
1: did an IP I, IP check in. That's fair. That's fair. So what would your dream teen hangout be? You know, what is your the max?
2: Are we saying like who we are now or for who we were when we were a teenager?
1: I don't know. I was going to say, I feel like my answer would be the same. <laughs> my answer is
0: Goldeneye is the theme and uh, yeah. Goldeneye. And sixty four, and uh, that applies to me as uh, in high school, and now, and probably when I die,
3: which is close. I dig it.
2: Yeah. So for me, it would be a very, very small space, and no one would be allowed there except for me, and I could just read in peace. Leave me the fuck alone.
1: That's your teen hangout.
2: Yep. Then and now. Wow. What? What fun.
3: <laughs> oh that boy.
0: Oh, I have a <laughs> That's item why I off asked. the uh, the Golden Eye menu. Mm-hmm. The the club salad,
1: those clubs were really top notch. <laughs> I think for me it would be an arcade of some sorts. Uh, it would have Mortal Kombat One, Mortal Kombat Two, NBA Jam, the Ninja Turtles game, the X Men game, the Simpsons game, WWF WrestleFest. Yes.
0: Do you have to pick quarters or is it all free?
1: I mean, in the ideal, it would be free, but you also got to make money. So the food would be it. I mean, it would be shit food, like roller rink style food. Cause like when you're at the arcade, you don't want to be dining on you know filet mignon. This ain't no fucking highfalutin cobb salad place. This is you got greasy fries, and you're doing down back fireball, so you you can you can hadouken.
2: I would like to make an amendment to my original plan. There would be a tree. There is Greek style pizza. Wow. Maybe ooh ooh maybe pub pizza. Maybe like a like little Cape Cod cafe. Like a little Mm -hmm. and
1: it's served to you by a shirtless dude he's wearing a a big red jacket. Yeah. It's Mark Wiener.
2: I don't want that there. No. (laughs) I would much prefer to have like a very angry middle aged woman yelling at me about that pizza than what you just described. (laughs)
1: Like a like a Judy, perhaps?
2: Shannon, Maybe. we heard it's
0: your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I live you. in a van. My show was a failure. I'm gonna kill Dave.
1: I performed with Robin Williams, despite there being no evidence to it. <laughs> I was on Saturday Night Live.
2: Maybe. <laughs> Nobody can prove it. Allegedly.
1: <sighs> well, thanks, lady from Love It or List It. And let's go with It's the Canadian one.
2: Okay. I like her.
0: I love that. Yeah, Whatever I'm her not going that.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe she'd like to list that idea for sale. So we are, it's what are listing. we? We halfway through this month? Um, yes. Ish. I, I don't know how there could be more shows to talk about. <laughs> like,
2: And yet there are. I
1: know that there are. I'm... Like a man on the precipice staring out and going, like, what what is this world?
3: Yeah, you know?
0: your your pick is next week and you've got like the runs of the litter here. Like Shailen yeah. and I had had the best ones, and you've got Hangtime or USA High or City Guys.
1: hmm
2: Or another yeah. version.
1: Or fifteen. If fifteen is is not eligible, I know. Or Degrassi, uh West Coast. Is that a, is that a real? No. Does that fit in no, the criteria? I made that up. I know we got these real strict criteria. Yeah, it has um, to exist. No, it has to fit in the Peter Engel Teen NBC <laughs> Parthenon.
2: But also the show that Dave just said doesn't exist. Uh,
1: it doesn't. Exist. Could have fooled me. <laughs> yeah, spent a month there one night. Um, you know we're um, we're in the shit. We're in the shit. Sure are. And knee deep, baby. <laughs> It's good that we have to watch these shows multiple times to to fully appreciate them, <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just to really stick the studded jacket in his hair.
2: Isn't that how syndication works? Like, it was it was not a show you enjoy, but it's just constantly on until you love it.
1: That's how I get into Mama's Family, yes.
2: Hmm. Does that count as Stockholm Syndrome? Can, ta- can we do
1: Mama's Family? Yes. What <laughs> the fuck is Mama's Family? Oh, you don't know Mama's Family? This month is now Mamo's Family. It is. And it's a month... It, it's Mema's family. Oh, I was going to go with
0: California Mames.
1: Damn it.
2: It was a spinoff of all in the family, right? I think so. It's definitely Carol Burnett's co-star.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If we were switching theme months at this point, it would be Mayark Wiener month. Um,
2: Every month is Mayark Wiener month around maybe, here. Maybe we need a spinoff. It's, anyway. We,
0: we would review his uh, stand up with Rob
1: Williams.
2: You know, Short episode. Mm. oh
3: (laughs) take that
1: mark we can only hope that the rest of may brings the the music the memories that the first half has brought but i guess i guess we'll see you know and some
2: um, more surf dudes with attitude
1: fucking dream you can follow us on on twitter on instagram on on jiffy on soundcloud at watchpotspod please subscribe rate and review five stars on itunes and spotify google whatever it's all good. For Dave and Shailen, this is Ben. Thank you for listening to another teen-centric edition of WatchBots. And to take us out, we're going to sing the theme song one more time. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe out there.
4: Surf dudes attitudes. attitudes
6: kind of groovy. groovy. Laid-back yeah. moves. Sky yeah. Feel the
4: vibration,
6: feeling melody. not we'll give don't wanna